very young. What, Phantasm? <laughs> it's such a stupid movie. I can't even remember. I just remember not liking it. Yeah. I was in, I think, kindergarten. <laughs> wow, that seems a little early for Phantasm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's a youngin'. I was at a friend's house. Just. Their parents were pretty Matt, terrible. she's like 20 years younger than you. That might actually be true. I'm not. not You're like 45 it. now? No. Uh, 39. 39. Today. Yeah, what Happy yesterday. Birthday. Yesterday. Yesterday? I thought it was today. The 16th. Yesterday, but I've been, oh. but if it makes me, I have not not been drunk since I started doing it, so it's one long day. It's been one long long session. So it's been, how many years for Halloween then? The first one was seventy eight. Yeah, seventy eight. All right, so this has been around for a while. Forty. Forty three years. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh, we're recording right now. Yeah. Welcome. So forty three years <laughs> is like the age of Tom. Oh God. Yes. This is this is better than three, but they don't know who Tom is. This is not a, this is not a raw dog's episode. <laughs> no, they do. They do. I mean, Tom is pretty famous, but do you live in the Midwest? You probably are familiar. <laughs> Have you, you seen a nice, tall, handsome man walking around? That wasn't Michael Myers. Big yeah. spook. They probably seen the meme of his shorts. I mean, that's pretty famous. Yeah. Those those short shorts. Hi, tie. welcome to Better in 3D, everybody. My name is Matt Grenier. <laughs> there you uh, go. You're here for the very special. My name is Carly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Bradley. <laughs> I'm Dylan. I'm Dylan, and I'm weird. <laughs> that's a nice set of legs. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the newest episode of Better in 3D. I'm your host, Matthew James Grenier. And these are my guests for this very special episode. This is part three of our Pumpkin Spice podcast series. Um, yeah, that's that's the Halloween theme. It's not the murder cast anymore. It's the Pumpkin Spice podcast, part three. Uh, we're doing two things today. We're reviewing the new Halloween movie, which, I, spoiler alert, was Dylan's favorite movie of all time. So just be ready for how much love we was going to get. Mm-hmm. And two, we'll be talking to our guests about their favorite uh, Halloween movies, too. Before we went any farther, we are the premier movie drinking podcast of the Midwest. So what is everyone drinking today? Because we're people with average IQs and above average livers. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll start with the wonderful and talented Carly. Carly, what are you drinking today? Hello, I... Brought a box of wine, Boda Box Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Very nice. Little old red. A lot of good syllables there. Big red. Yeah. Is, it, is it called Big Red? Yeah. It Boda, should be. Boda Box. I love like that. Uh, Bradley, I assume. Actually, should... though, I'm Big John. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big John, Little John. No, you're Little John. John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. We're either Big John or Little John, depending on the situation. My name is Brad. <laughs> depending on where me and Dylan's relationship lies, I'm either Big John or Little John. <laughs> But today, today I am drinking Smashing Yuzu from Eagle Park Brewing. It is a single malt, single hop, single fruit kettle sour base India Pale Lager. It's Get a, the fuck out of here! It's a hot, it's a hot mess of a beer, but it is very delicious. It's part of a new, unique series they're doing. But uh, it is delicious. And I'm Brad. There were so many words in that description of that beer. Holy God. I, mean, it, I agree. Well, it's very confusing. It's good. It's good. It's very good beer. It's like a smash ale, but it's an India Pale Lager. It's got a kettle sour base. There's a lot going on, but it's very good. Uh, and that always brings us to, you know, fan favorite, Drunk Dylan. How you doing, buddy, man? I'm fine. I'm not even that drunk. I know, but that's, that was the old nickname. That's how they knew you back in the day. They don't know you've grown. and They don't realize that he's, um, he's now Mustache Dylan. He's no longer Drunk Dylan. Mustache Dylan. Yeah, perfect. Um... No, I'm doing all right. I've got a lot of opinions on this horse shit because I think everyone in these movies are absolutely dumb. They don't deserve to live, so that's why they die. Literally, the first three-fourths of the film, this movie looks beautiful. What great cinematography. I'd fuck that person. Yep. Look at that shot, the framing. She's fucking hot. <laughs> that was the But then towards the end, they're all just waiting to die. Like, they're all just like, oh. Like, like it's just like, Oh, I can't see this coming. They really fell apart. Blammo, blammo, you're dead. They really fell apart. 
It okay. really fell apart. It does. Uh, so the Magellan, script completely falls apart. I thought it. Okay. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go. Before your father, what are you? What are you drinking? Tell the people at home not to drink. I'm drinking some of Carly's wine. I'm also gonna have a hams. I've also had some of the Eagle Park stuff earlier too. This isn't. This isn't the point though. I mean, Carly's Wine sounds like a great spin-off podcast we're going to start. I don't Carly's know what it's wine. about, but it's that's the title. Honestly, Carly would be a great podcast host. Yeah. We're just going to talk about our podcast in a really Valley Girl voice. Oh, I like that. <laughs> we're going to actually talk about the topic, but let us talk about our actual podcast for the first 40 minutes. And the guy that I fucked last night. Sometimes, His name's Brad. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I suck a cock, and then I talk about video games. <laughs> Um, I'm drinking hams and the smashy user, and I'm not drinking the, the red box wines. I don't know what it's doing to the two of you, but I don't like it. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> what happened when they broke that glass over there? They're like, was it like a freaky Friday moment? Did they switch bodies? What's happening right now? <laughs> There's actually a poltergeist. I think, so, I think that a wedding got blessed. I don't know what happened in there. Shalom. Jamie's also in that movie, right? Shalom, mm-hmm. Shalom. Who is? Jamie the Curse. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, uh, so as we said before, we were going to talk about the, the new movie Halloween Kills. But before we get into that movie and Dylan's in-depth thoughts, and I don't know, you, you, there's anger coming out of your eyes that you made you watch this movie. I can, I can tell. You loved the you loved I liked the, the movie. Okay. Yeah. Right. I liked the movie. You loved a lot of it. The cinematography was really good. It looked. You said it looks like a comic book. Yeah. There are a lot of things to like. I want to know what you guys I'm thought not going about to shit on it. The, the Halloween time. series in general. I mean, what how, what's your experience? How, you, how much do you like it? But I was pleasantly surprised that Brad said earlier that you are a fan of Halloween. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a fan of the entire series. No. But I am. I've seen all of them. I have read about them. I am a big fan of some of the entries, mm-hmm. and for different ends of the spectrum. I mean, when Buster Rhymes says "trick or treat, motherfucker." And he kicks Michael Myers in the face, like that's great. That's good. <laughs> but the the, at the other end of the spectrum, that's the first one is one of my favorite John Carpenter films, and it is brilliant. Yes, uh, they're good for different reasons. Uh, forget the Rob Zombie ones, but no, I'm, I, a, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of it. Okay, I'm, I'm controversial. I like his very first Halloween. I think H two is the biggest pile of garbage I've ever seen, but I like that first one he did. The first one's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. H two O is serviceable at times. Yeah. Um, Halloween Six with Paul Rudd. I mean, come on, that's always, that's always a plus. Before he became famous, he's in a he's in a Halloween movie. I'm gonna be honest. I like that Tommy Doyle better than the one that we got with Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, oh yeah, this Tommy Doyle. Yeah. Yep. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and Michael Hall, the guy we saw there, we're playing the same character. Let's. Okay. <laughs> For those that don't know the timeline of how the series works, it's very weird. Yes. So there's Halloween Are One. You're about to raw dog this. Well, I'm just saying Halloween One leads directly into Halloween Two, the yes. original ones. Mm-hmm. Halloween Three, they wanted to do an anthology series, so that's when they did um, Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Because originally, the Halloween was always supposed to be a anthology series, but the the success of Michael Myers, like they, the studio's like, okay, please do one sequel, and then we'll let you do your anthologies. Then they realized Michael Myers is what made money. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. Yep. Not the name. Yeah. So Michael Myers comes back eventually. It gets into like he is cursed with like by Sam Hain of like the curse of Thorn. It gets into crazy fucking supernatural. He he is saving the planet by killing all of his family, and he's like a zombie controlled by a cult essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, whoa, 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 stop. And then H two O also skips four, five, and six, three, four, five, and six because it goes back to two. Yeah. Because otherwise, Jamie Lee Curtis would have abandoned her daughter, who is the focal point of the tri- the, the middle trilogy. Um, but then Josh Hartnett shows up, and Buster Rhymes shows up. They're like, whoa, 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 we're bad again, stop. 
And then Rob Zombie does two of them. They're like, whoa, no, 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 no. And then they let the guy who did Your Highness make a movie. Yes, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, also, well, they also let him make Your Highness. Which was surprising. Okay, David Gordon G- Green directed Halloween and Halloween Kills. And he is a, a very good director. I think he's a good writer. Uh, uh, he has got some big misses and some big hits. Because uh, Pineapple Express is one of the greatest stoner films, I think. It's a great comedy. It's, uh, it's, a, it, it's up there with Chichen Chong and... Uh, it's up there with uh, no, well, yeah, but then uh, what's what's the other one? Um, whatever, fuck it. Bong water, <laughs> bong water, slip them up. Bill and Ted. There we Not go. technically half for baked, sure, but how high? Yeah, half baked. Half baked. How high? Mm-hmm. See, here's Carly coming down the side. She actually runs a stoner podcast. <laughs> she forgets about it though every time. <laughs> Wait, where am I? It, no, I wasn't released yet. It just That's what the podcast is called. On this podcast, we're eating a crave case. Finished any of. CB what now? Yeah, I think it's just interesting that with Halloween, like the the newest reboot takes place after the very first one, and they forget all of the other movies. Smart but, idea, by uh, the way. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Everyone knows Danny McBride as a fucking awesome comedian, Eastbound and Down, mm-hmm. many things. But uh, you can feel his writing. Not a little bit in this one, but especially the one before. 2018, you can feel it all through that. One. There's just like the dialogue in between kills. It's not atmospheric, but it's fun and silly, which, I don't know, I, I, I do like, but it also, I don't know if it helps the tone of the film. When the cops are talking about banh mi sandwiches, instead of, like, they could have some sort of atmospheric building of the tension, we're like, I just want to banh me. Like, I don't want it. I don't want to banh me. Like, that's a dialogue that happens. I like the 2018 Halloween a lot. It's actually my third favorite after the first in Season of the Witch. Um, mm. I, I like, those are my, my two favorite then. Then I would go that one, but like you're right about the whole Danny McBride thing. It's got that weird feeling of like, because like horror movies need to be kind of meta now and be funny. It's like it's the you know like which is weird because this movie definitely did not have it. They went away from that. This this Halloween Kills. There's not a lot of like funny interludes except for maybe Big John Little John. There there was there there there's a little bit. There's some like sassy writing like that one couple that gets killed early on. She's like, you go look. You get, yeah I will do that. Yeah. It's look. like if Michael Myers here, you'd be dead. Like. There's some funny little dialogue like that, but... I love how they find fucking find every excuse to separate from each other. There's fucking no point to it. I, I What I like about this or one... Or use cell phones. Going into mm-hmm. it, I didn't like the title Halloween Kills. I thought that was not a great title. It's not a good title. But after watching the movie, I it think it's, a, it. it's very appropriate because it's mass hysteria and it's bloodlust and it's anger and fear and uh, just seeing what a mob can do. And I think it that's really not ca- the spirit of the season. That's a, what are you talking what are you about? about? That's not the spirit of the season. I'm not saying it's the spirit of the season of Halloween. It's the spirit of the film. The film is about hysteria. It's not about fucking Halloween. What are you talking about? Dylan, I was going to ask you. Have you seen many of these movies before? Have you seen them? No, I don't like them. So, I mean, I know, but they're everywhere. Have you never Which ones them? have you seen? I've seen the first two Halloweens. I probably have seen Season of the Witch. Halloween, my I don't know. Here, here, herein lies the issue. These movies are fucking boring at a certain point. If they go on too long, they're fucking boring. There's nothing going on. There's literally no plot. Kill, kill, die, die. You were enjoying the heck out of the first part. What would you have done differently to make, like, what, what ending would you have wanted for this? Mashed potatoes? No. Well, mashed potatoes for one... We're talking about his brain. Yeah, we, that, that's the big problem with this, this whole movie is no one actually goes for the kill shot. It's like, oh, he's Well, dead, everyone's right? just like, we got him in the back. And then everyone's like, self-congratulatory. They're like, oh, yes, 
look at us go. And then he gets up and he fucking murders five more people. I'm like, why don't you make him into a stew? That, why don't you destroy him? Like, also, if you physically destroy him, he can't get up again. Before your father, I'm going to say spoilers, okay? So if you, don't, if, you, <laughs> if you haven't watched this movie, you want to watch this movie... Come it's, back later. We're gonna spoil the comments. You, you're gonna have to put a spoiler warning at the beginning. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I think a, a problem with Michael Myers, who I think is one of the, I mean, there's a reason he's one of the. Scary. There's a reason he's one of the iconic movie monsters. Yeah. He yeah. is the way he moves, the shape. He is slow. He is. He's almost calm, and there's a reason he's like as big as he is. But they have a problem where is he a man or does he have extra powers? Yeah. Because the one previous to this, they're like. He's a man, but he's driven, and he's got a lot of evil in him. Uh, it's, it's great in the first movie. Loomis is his doctor, Donald Pleasance. Your therapist, he's like, I've shot him! Get that fucker! He's evil! It's like, that's a bad therapist. Okay. Yeah. If he's your therapist, hire another guy. Maybe someone who thinks you're no, a person. Hold on, my therapist. Better help Your therapist. <laughs> he's <laughs> evil! <laughs> you walk out the door just yelling at you on the street. I'm just like, kill him! <laughs> You'll shoot me when I'm dead! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with you a lot because I think the, the writing of 2000, the 2018 Halloween was smart because well, the problem that Dylan's having like how everyone's dumb, they actually made made sense. He's an escaped convict. I no one knows so. what's going on. It's like, but like at this point, the whole town knows what's going on. Like Dylan's not wrong. Like they should just kill him. Like it should just be a thing that's done. It's you know? like why it's like why Batman doesn't kill the fucking Joker. There are so many ways to make sure this person becomes pulp on the ground, like. In, uh, in, in in a way where like they wait to die in this movie in ways that it's I it's very stupid the way someone has a weapon and a gun and they'll wait till Michael gets close enough and then get it in reach of him so he can smack there, him there's, there's one of the no coolest reason. deaths I've ever seen though, which he he, he, yeah. he hits the, 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 the door. car door and makes her shoot herself in the neck I'm sorry I was like alright that was in. fine the, yeah. or the old lady with the bottle of wine he just grabs the light just smashes it and he just walks up and impales her like I don't That's know fine. Pe- people are I don't know if people would know how to react in some of these situations, yeah. too. They uh, all wouldn't be as dumb as this, but no. some people might. Some people would like, like, that old lady makes sense to me. That makes, like, us death. Like, she might freak out. Like, I, I get... Other people, it doesn't, though. Especially, some like, do, some people yeah. who are used to him. And Well, I mean, like, you're also depositing where that you know about Michael Myers. And if, you, if you only have the one movie... Everyone knows who he is. He, they fucking grew but up. But they didn't see him kill. It's like they were watching the DVDs of it. They just know he kills people. They don't know, like, what how he actually acts. It'd be shocking. This, it, it, no, I'm sorry. When I've talked to people who live in Plainfield, Wisconsin, after fucking Ed Gein went on his fucking shit, okay, they love it. They'll, you can put the T-shirt at the no, gas they station. Have a, they have a special little class. I'm not even kidding. Ed Gein beat Sorry, what's that? It's made of. It's only nipples. It's only cow nipples. Oh, Imitation lampshades. Oh. Yes, yeah. it's a belt. <laughs> It's a you belt. Eat you, eat it like, you eat it like uh, <laughs> this is a vegan <laughs> lampshade. <laughs> vegan strawberry peach milkshake lampshade. You know those like Smarties on ropes that yep. they had. That's like nipples. Yeah, yeah nipples. He goes to like a blood tasting with like a nipple necklace and he chews on them to clear his palate. Oh, Pretty much, God, man. No. Um, I can't. I, I can't unthink that thought now. It's I, in my brain. <laughs> I, I want to talk about. You want to see some pictures? I got them on my uh, phone. No, I want to no. talk about Laurie Strode. Yeah. Uh, so, so does Dylan. Well, yeah. But, okay. Dylan, just for the record, Dylan finds old uh, Jamie Curtis just as high as young Jamie Curtis. He's, mm-hmm. he's into her. Even all grayed up and... She's beautiful. I love yeah. her. I don't, I don't I, I have no problem admitting that. Jamie Lee Curtis, in the first film, just a babysitter that he runs into. And then in the original second, becomes his sister. And then they become intimately linked to his family. Fuck all that now. 
She's just a person that Michael ran into in the 2018 one. For the past 40 years, she has been obsessed that Michael's after her and obsessed with her. And it was a theory from the last film that, no, it doesn't seem like he was trying to find that family at all. He just kills, and he's in Haddonfield. That's what he wants to do, and go home. But I like that they confirmed in this one, it's like, he wasn't ever after you, Lori. He's just a crazy, like, he's just evil and kills and wants to go home. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, at the end of a very long night in fucking uh, the area here in the neighborhood, we get too drunk, you're just like, I just gotta go home any way I can. <laughs> Someone gets in your way, stab, and just get home, you know? I'd like to see him try. Well, like, that was why I like the, the previous one so much, because they, they really delve in her, her psyche, like, being... A victim and coming over life like yeah. she's, she's got anxiety and she's got problems like how it is and frankly Jamie Curse is barely in this movie mm-hmm. like surprising yeah like I mean like, in this last movie like she was not in a lot until the end but like that was like the core of it like there was only like, two movies at once and they spent a lot of time re-establishing who no I have, a th- I have a theory I believe the third one that they're doing yeah where she probably exits is already half filmed because of this and it's called Halloween Ends so this will be the end of the David Gordon Green, Green trilogy yeah so, this all makes sense. Like, having her be less of a character in this, her weird boyfriend who, like, her daughter, her granddaughter's weird boyfriend who barely looks over the age of 18. Not Bonnie. Bonnie, is that his name? No. He went as Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I like, though, that her character's madness ties into the hysteria that is the core concept of the film, I think. But oh. this movie is very much... Uh, as you're saying an ensemble piece Mm -hmm. it's not about Jamie Lee Curtis it's not about the granddaughter it's not about the daughter it's not even just about Michael Michael Myers Myers, it's about Big John and Little John these four surviving characters uh, the doctor and the nurse like it's all like jumping around in a very unique way well like if if you look at the first movie the movie was all about what happens to a person and the family after a traumatic event like what happened to her and how like made her daughter this certainly and her granddaughter this way now the second movie is more like what happens to a community after a traumatic event like like, like anything that happens like that that's, that's, that's shocking across community can, it kind of forms how they are and this is would be kind of hysteria and madness and like in blood, blood that's the deposits. Well, it's, it's interesting both times that that's the core idea. Like something bad happens. I don't Michael, what happened to that family? Something bad happened to that town. But I think it lost its execution of that that theory. You know, they try to kind of force it at the end a little bit. That whole scene where they I don't know straight up try to murder another escaped convict. Well, uh, they, they essentially poor, poor keep, they essentially force a innocent man to. Well, Suicide. He was an escaped convict and might have done some fucked up shit, but he, they did force him to suicide. He did steal a car. So really, I want to know. Carly, yeah, what, he stole a car. He deserves a die. Carly, what do you think about Halloween? I mean, it's, it's a good series. It jumped around a lot in the middle. But I thought this Halloween Kills ties it all together very well. Um... The cutscenes were nice. The cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking bastard! Look what you've done to her. Yeah. You mean the flashbacks? Yeah. It's a movie no, podcast. No, not. No, no. The scenes where he's cutting people. She means the scenes yeah. where he's cutting people. Yeah. The cutscenes. Yeah. yeah. Come, 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 come back to the side of the world. Don't talk video game lingo on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. So cutscenes are video games. That's, yeah. Oh, you don't even know. She doesn't even know what you did to her. No. If there's scenes with cutting or cutscenes, you know? How dare you do this to this woman? <laughs> She's a saint if you do this to her. <laughs> it tied it all very well in the beginning and then I think like Dylan said, it kind of fell apart at the end. Everybody you, just kept you, fucking dying. There's three fourths of a good movie here. Yeah. I, it really I, falls yeah, apart. Yeah. Yeah. The, do the you, end is really bad. Yeah. Do you think and Michael think Myers back, is scary? No. 
Did you did, did you think he was scary in any of the movies? No. No, you were not once scared of Michael Myers. No. Okay. I mean, I guess when I saw the first one as a kid, I, it was pretty scary. You're more of a supernatural person, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The show Supernatural? Because you no, love... No, just that shit scares me. Carry on my wayward son. Okay, we can't do okay. I won't sing this. You should sing the whole thing. I, I, I think that the first one is quite scary. Yeah. And... Um, the way that Michael moves is what's great. And I like that they just grabbed a guy that was like on set. I forget what his other job was, but... Doesn't he... Tall guy. No, wasn't he? No, no, he's, a, he's an electrician bike. on the set, right? He was just an electrician, I think. He's just tall. Oh. And he's like, you're tall. You'd be the shape. And I, we were watching a documentary. Also, do you like him at the credits? They call they refer to him as the shape. Uh, again, I which that. I like. Cool. <laughs> I, and we were watching a, a making of the first movie... And there's this guy like, oh, and his dad was classically trained in like ballet, and he's just like really great at movement. And the, the electrician guy's like, that's bullshit. I just walked around. <laughs> it's not none of that's true. I just walk around in a mask. Uh, but I don't know. There's just a a weird. The motivation for Michael Myers is is interesting to me too because there are moments where he's lost in his thing, and then someone will say something, or there'll be a moment and he'll like turn his head like a dog that's yeah. kind of confused. And that's like the only real characterization you get from him other than blindly killing and spares a baby. Like, he spares a baby. Otherwise, he kills kids indiscriminately. He kills kids in this movie, for but, sure. But baby, a baby gets spared, which is the only person that he's ever spared. Which, I don't know what... There's a psychop- Actually, there's no, that's not true. Psychopathy. We saw the... the, in the, the, in the the quote Carly in the cutscene um, <laughs> that he spared that one kid that, that fell down who dies later because of the dad. You know, he, yeah. he hides, so he does spare that kid, too. I, I don't. Uh, it might be I tied. Never... It's tied to his childhood in some way, and I don't want to. Like, Rob Zombie's like heavily abused, bad parents. Yeah. Heavy metal, fucking oversaturation. I don't like knowing Michael Myers' motivation. He shouldn't. He should be like the Jaws. He should be like the shark in Jaws. He just kills. He's just a predator. But that's what makes him scary. But you know? the like, more he kills, the stronger he gets, and that makes me on too. Um, they they toyed with it earlier in like the main series where. Uh, Jamie, like the daughter of Laurie Strode, was teased as maybe becoming the new Michael Myers. Michael Myers, yeah. They, yeah. they teased two different kids as like being the next one, and they they didn't have the balls to do it. They just kept with Michael. It's a tricky mantle to pass on, but someone else could pick up the mask. Speaking of mantles to pass on, did you see that the the new Pinhead's going to be a lady? I saw that like the still has still in that. It looks. Fine. I've never cared for Pinhead. Oh, I love Hellraiser. It's one of my favorite series. The first one's too fucking weird, um, and it scared me away. It's the first scary. two Hellraisers are pretty good. Yeah, it gets real bad real quick. But yeah. I love those first two. Okay. Jesus wept. It's my favorite quote of any horror movie of all time. Yeah, that, that pinhead guy's really hot, though. He's really hot. Really hot. I've also Hard seen, to kiss. Hey, listen, I've also seen The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Jim Caviezel. I Chihuahua. There he goes. Ay, ay, ay. And Satan shows up ooh, in the crucify garden. crucify me. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Now it, feels like, now it feels like a dog is after dark episode. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? I don't know. It's like Carly would calm you guys down. You're supposed to be in charge of these two. No. Carly only encourages you. <laughs> she just tickled at me like, you idiot. <laughs> I, gauge, I gauge my entire life on her reaction right now. So that was actually my... she smiles, I go... I did something good. <laughs> so we're watching the movie. Good boy. And, and Carly laughs at something. And I let Dylan goes, I'm glad you laughed at that. Because I thought that was funny too. Like, like he's, he's trying to figure out what, is this funny? Is it, it's funny. Oh, she, it's funny. I can laugh at this. But it's also like in a horror movie, sometimes I'm like, whoa, whoa, ha ha. 
And people are just like, Dylan, what the fuck is your problem? I'm like, I don't know. That is so funny way to die. Yeah, it, was, it is a very funny. Like, her boyfriend on the stairwell? Yeah. Very funny. Well, horror, horror movies are fun because everyone's seen so many and they're so built He's on... He's also a bad shot. They're so built on expectations uh, and tropes uh, uh-huh. that... You all expect some certain way to happen with the kills. So when something different happens, like Michael hits the door and the gun shoots the lady, should have been more kills though. But it's fun. But arm, it's also arm pit stabbing. Come on, I've never seen that before in my life. But when a movie like That's horror movies are walk, horror movies walk walk such a fine line because if they botch it in a bad way or the, the effects are bad, mm-hmm. I find equal joy in it being poorly executed Ugh. it's when it's the middle of the road that I really have a problem yeah, if, it's, if it's really bad then that's fun and if it's really good that's fun but if it's kind of meandering you're like oh no, yeah. yeah now now in the realm of all this mm-hmm. we're, we're literally talking about how we critique these things mm-hmm. and everything is incumbent upon itself as its own genre right mm-hmm. we're all in agreement of that mm-hmm. yes do you know what he said there we go <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> Is big genre. Okay. How, big John. Big John. Big John. <laughs> little genre. <laughs> they do play Marco Polo with Big John, Little John. This, they, We're actually let's be honest. Now. The best scene in the movie was yes. those two big guys. John. The best characters in the movie for sure. Yeah. John. Yeah. I also do like where she's the one doctor is dressed as a slutty nurse. Goes and goes. Oh, I'm a nurse. I'm a doctor. He's a he's nurse. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. funny. That's, that's funny little writing. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I like that. And I like that. It's like they were at the bar and they were like these fucking assholes. They wind up buying drinks and being friends later on. There's some, some nice little moments of humanity in the film. I yeah, the first three minutes follow, are actually pretty good. I liked all of follow it. These people. I liked almost all of it yeah. until the last 15 minutes. You mean when Laurie Shrug yeah. has like a weird monologue in the window? Why? Okay, I was. I was. The I'm, daughter shouldn't have died, and they should like the mashed mm-hmm. potatoes should have been the ending. Yes, they're curb stomping him, stabbing him, hitting him with the bat. Everyone stops. Never stop. Rip his head off. Rip his arms off. Burn them individually. Exactly this. Bury them. No burn one, them again. Stamp it. No one knows how to check it. for a pulse. Like, is he really dead? I'll just check real quick. Don't know. <laughs> like, that's giving him an opportunity. Keep stabbing. There keep are hitting. some. There are literally some characters in this who have been in the military. It is canon. Was there anyone in the military? In this yes. Ooh. Some of the cops the were in the military. I don't think they ever said it. They never said that, Dylan. I remember from the first movie. Super strong. Wait. What some of them were in the fucking army. Wait. What? They might have been in Vietnam. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We can talk. We're talking about bracket. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Even if you had, even if you had to like justify it, there's when you when you think like, oh, he's dead finally because we got him in the back. No, make his brain mushy poo poo. There's there's go, go, po- go poopy pookie over his brain. This movie comes out in an interesting time in our country too. Like after a hysteria of people storming a capital and getting lost in madness. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a, a relevant. Uh, critique of modern times by a horror film which I do appreciate that only I think Donald they botched Trump, the ending if only Donald Trump would jump out of a they, window they botched the ending though because they can't have Michael die if Michael died then I love was, this that would have been like if the way ends of them actually murdering him I love this way forever and, and then you yeah know, he's dead be better. and the yeah. daughter goes up to the window and looks out like there and just sees a reflection credits no, no what like, if that would have been fine that would have been great even better they, they kill all, Michael they kill Michael she walks to the window. She sees her reflection in the window, and her reflection is Michael. Fine. Better. Um, I'll say where the movie. No, there, and then a, di- a reflection of Dylan is behind her. So the, he's not, like, "You're really hot." I'm. I'm. Like, Do I kiss? Want kiss? <laughs> I kiss. I'm with Brad that I like the movie a lot. Up until I'll tell the moment I I got off. It's when 
is when she takes the pitchfork and she doesn't keep stabbing him. Like that. Like, she threw it. I know. Oh, I, instead of killing him because I could kill him right now if I want to, yeah, I'm gonna take the mask, to, like save my daughter, running away. That was such a a weird like. That was the moment I was like, oh, it's this, extremely. Yeah. It's it's play acting and it's play acting in a very theatrical way. It is a movie, which makes no. <laughs> but but in a way that no one would actually act in real life. There's a difference between stage play and like screenplay. So like. In, in on on a stage, if something like that happens, you kind of have a little bit more of like, eh, whatever. It's the fiction that we're living in. But in a movie, you're like, why wouldn't you fucking get him like a million times? In general, fans of, fans of horror him. give a bigger pass on that. Well, the I'm problem sorry, is when they've done. At, the problem is when they. The movie is set up like that. A lot of these characters are smart and are acting in a way contradictory to how you expect a lot of horror people to act. Mm-hmm. And then they all... I don't think then, that's well, how this was written, though. So, like, the 2018 one is written that way, and that's why I like it so much. This one seems to, like... Then, you know, okay, there's a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was, was going to say, like, there's, there seems like a disconnect in this movie where it's like, we had a priest where everyone kind of acted smart. Yeah. You know? Even when they act dumb, it was, it was understandable. This one is like, oh, we just we need a next... Like, forget the, the next beat, the next beat, the next beat. So they do this and that, you know? Like, it's a lot of that. Now, now my main question is going to be this. To everyone in the room. What do you think the plot of this movie was? Probably go. Tell me. Um, to just form a mob and not actually kill the thing you're after. She nailed it. It turns out that this movie <laughs> had nothing going on. And Whoa. this is maybe my biggest gripe. Nothing happened. I mean... Nothing really Nothing really happened. A lot of people died. Things there, happened. There was a lot of set pieces and characters... Yeah. And scenarios set up for Michael to I'm interact with from people. like a Campbellian sense. Like it's there's no hero's journey. Yeah, I mean nothing happened. Lori's the hero. And she takes us. She takes this movie off. Like that's the idea. It's like let's. I want. She pretends she got stabbed okay. and she talks Dylan, to I got you. This, this is a, this is what imagine it's anime. Uh, this is the season of Dragon Ball where Goku's training and everyone else fights. Like it's that. These are this is literally the filler episode. I know what filler is, Matthew. Don't talk. It's down like a cutscene. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a like a fluffer. <laughs> I, okay, there's, there, do or do not, there is no try to quote Yoda. Also, this is no try. This 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 movie had a scene very early on, which had me worried. Michael comes out of the house, and there's ten firefighters with different weapons, like brandishing weapons at him, and it turns into like a fight scene where Michael is slowly killing him one by one. Like, this isn't Aquaman. Why is there a fight scene right now? <laughs> And the firefighters just let it happen. They're all just like, whoa, my buddy's dead. Oh, shit, my other buddy's dead. Yeah. Like, I'm also going to say, as someone who, like, if, in real life, let's say someone came up branch road, I think all those firefighters would just, at once, tackle that person. Well, the, the Not first, like, no, the first guy just shoots water at him, and he just walks up and stabs him. <laughs> but also, you, if, if you shoot someone... It's not even full. It's not even full. He just, like, shoots water, like, and Michael just walks forward and puts it in his it's eye. It's fucking Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Like, Mario, it's not working. Mario, Mario. Work. My, my biggest problem with all this was literally just people being like, whoa... My buddy's being killed. Guess I shouldn't do anything about it. The lady, <laughs> the lady locks the vehicle so the other doctor and nurse yeah. can't get out. He's like, oh, is Michael on the top of the car? They all have guns. I'm fucking sorry. If you shoot him enough, he turns into pulp. That one lady spends like a minute putting bricks in a pillowcase rather than going to help her friends. I literally, like, during that whole entire scene, I'm like, why don't you just use the bricks? 
Just take a few bricks and throw them at him. Yeah. Oh, it should hurt him. Arm. What's I, that? Maybe. Did, didn't have a good arm? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's not everyone because he's got a good arm. So people... Yeah. See she what I injury, did. The rotator cut was tarred. Yeah, see what yeah. I would have done is I would have, I would have wiggled my winky right in front of him and I would have been like, what? Hey, Michael... And he would have been Little John. And then he would have been like, huh? And then I would have been like, surprise sucker. And then Brad would have shown up behind him. And he would have said, Big John? Big John? I would have been like, Big John. Ooh, that's the that's the third movie. I show him my winky and I wiggle it around. And then you blow him from the back. Whoa. <laughs> Christ. Interesting. What happens on these Raw Dog episodes? I mean, what happens if they stop recording? Is it like this all the time? Is it... Uh, you, you poor girl. <laughs> but now, I'm, now every time I listen to Raw Dogs, I'm like, oh, poor Carly. I, I, <laughs> it's just what they've done with Laurie Strode's character is a little baffling. I don't like in the 2018 oh, one why. that they made her um, 40 years deranged and thinking Michael was obsessed with her. I understand trauma lives on, but the fact that she thought Michael was obsessed with her became her only character motivation. I don't know. It's weird what they're gonna I'm wondering what they do with the next one with her what are they gonna do with Michael in the next one is it gonna be another just bunch of individual set pieces or will there be some conclusion is there gonna be another curse because he is apparently supernaturally powerful the more he kills he can survive anything that was such a weird that thing also once again no one secures a crime scene and then the movie they're all walking around with all like the amulets and like he just walks back into his house and kills that woman like Everyone outside can see into that window. Like, no one's paying attention to that's going on. There's a lot of... My biggest problem is that the conceit of cell phones is still gone within modern horror. They're still expecting you to believe that none of these people... There were, Did you see a single cell phone in this movie? This is a big there's, question. There's a ton of cell just phones. Just in the beginning. Yeah. In the bar. Yep. Just in the beginning, though, right? Mm-hmm. Nowhere else. What, what, cell, what, 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 what would a cell phone do for the, against the guy with a knife? I'm confused. Yeah, what, 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 would, what would you have done differently? Yeah, with the, what, how would a cell phone help this? What are you fucking... Th- I don't know what you're saying. I really don't know what you're saying. But. No, literally. So, they're afraid of where Michael is at a certain point. If you keep in contact through a cell... Oh, guess what? It's a cell phone. He doesn't... He has no, like, EMP waves that block a fucking cell phone. But... What difference would that make? Yeah, what difference would that make? They're what, do you think they should, be on, a, they, they, should they be on a group text, like, go into the house, come here now? Oh, you do you remember the guy who kills himself? Because they all thought he was fucking Michael? It could be called the Michael <coughs> alert. What, you think that someone... Everyone could have said, Wait, no, guys, I, not. I got a text, guys, I got a text, it's not him. They literally had people screaming, it's not him, and he, the whole point was like, you could have had a sign and a banner that says that, and they're still going to kill him. Yeah. Well, then they deserve That's to be scary. prosecuted. Yeah, that's not, that was the law. point of it. It was the mass hysteria of it, yes. Yeah. Judge so. Dillon says... Don't. Don't the micro, oh. Execution. There it is. They're <laughs> 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 fantastic. Um, <laughs> There's a point where a lot of these characters do deserve to die for how stupid they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of them do because they also don't know how to enter a house tactfully. Well, I, th- I think the biggest crime of this film is you took a lot of time in the 2018 one setting up Judy Greer's character and the, the, Gra- the, do- the granddaughter's character and they're... Largely left by the wayside, which I think is the biggest crime of the film. Is like those are supposed to be our characters, and Tommy Doyle is, if anything, one of the biggest characters. Are um, he might be the main character of this movie. I think he's the most important one in the film. Yeah, uh, he has his he has a whole impassioned 
speech at the beginning. Which is good. I like at a, it. At a karaoke night, am I wrong? Talent well, show. I, you were kind of digging it when they were like, the like, town was like turning on it. I, I was digging it too when like they were going like, we're doing this. Yeah. And like, evil dies tonight. That's a good... A good slogan. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. We and yeah, we experienced this in Milwaukee with bucks and six. People walking around with bats and just, fucking chainsaws. Listen, just bucks and six. Uh, hold on, if, as long as I'm getting free shots, I don't care. <laughs> bucks and six. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. <laughs> well, my my whole entire point though is also like, all right, can we have someone in this crew who's actually intelligent? The one thing this movie was lacking. Was someone who was actually on the sidelines being like, hey, this is pretty fucked up, huh? They should have the radio, that, the radio guy like, careful out there, shit's getting crazy. Well, like the Warriors? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that guy. Like a podcaster. Her? Uh, they should have a, po- a live podcaster there like, <laughs> I'm podcasting to you live right now from inside the hospital. They are chasing this old man. That's What's just, your favorite Zelda? <laughs> We're going to be right back after we hear from... King Kong versus <laughs> Do you prefer Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time? I just can't handle it anymore. And anytime you want to warn someone about Michael Myers, your town, you should write them a letter. You should do it with stamps.com. Stamps.com is the... Yeah. <laughs> Tweet at us. Follow our Patreon, please. Yeah. Anything helps. It, I mean, it could have been, been a funny thing, like a live tweet going on, like, Michael here. Yeah. Are you mentally disabled? Like all podcast listeners? GetHelp.com. <laughs> Jesus. I love podcasts. Yeah, wow. I think he's just talking to people that support him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, the be- better help. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like I your therapist? I just literally that off. They the- scream out, this guy's crazy, kill him? Get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Does he wear a creepy William Shatner mask? Speaking <laughs> of things I did like, I did like, the, like, obviously digitally use the old footage of Donald Pleasant, like, the, like the, it, looked, it looked really well done. It must have been that some of the good. some of the same mix, dialogue, yeah. but there was definitely a new scene shot. Yes, for like, sure, yeah. And that it, looked very good, by the way. Yeah, and it matched. Everyone remembers Jamie Lee Curtis for the Halloween series. Donald Pleasance is in as many films as Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, and yeah. he was in many films where she was gone, and he was like supporting the whole film. Carried the film. He is carrying. Oh, we have no plot. Let me just just scream about how he's pure evil and monologue for an entire film while I'm drunk on wine. Donald Pleasance is a hero. Yes, he he's, he's a national treasure. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Dylan agrees. Dylan <laughs> goddamn agrees. Dylan is uh, speaking another language there. Mm-hmm. That was what? his that was his Chewbacca impression. Oh, yeah. Overall, this movie was fun to watch. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with it just from a script writing slash directing scenario. Uh, otherwise, I think it's okay. I found it completely watchable. In fact, the cinematographer gets an A plus from me. No, it's beautiful because it's wonderfully shot, and and the way that everything is framed, it's absolutely gorgeous. Even at the end, where I feel like they really dropped the ball, and they had like scenes where it was just like stab, stab, and it was like cut, 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 cut scenes. Essentially, no, but like literally, like it was all just like flash, flash. Like uh, you see Judy Greer die, and like she should not have died. That was that was very bad. Actually, that was the least dramatic fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the ending of the movie is they really dropped. So she saw the ghost of young Michael Myers as a child. No, I thought that was she saw the ghost of the sister. Yeah, that was up there. Yeah, it's the sister. Dressed in a clown outfit. 
Yeah. The clown outfit was him in the first one after he stabbed her. Oh, yeah, it is. That was the window. Oh, he looked out in his sister's room. Yeah, sister's room, yeah. So she saw the, the child uh, spirit, and she went up there. Didn't Michael project the image of a child? Like, what was that? Because she saw it, so that's something that happened. And I just, anytime they work in these supernatural elements, you either have crazy serial killer, or you have the conjuring, or you have, some, like, zombies. Like, I don't know. When you have something be one way, this is all serial killer, and then you just throw in other stuff, it bothers me. I would think that. I wish it was one way or the other, you know? But That's I mean, why I watch Malignant. Just go watch Malignant. Can I, can I just say... I like Malignant. Malignant. It was can so just, weird. Can I just say something? It was Aquaman. I could fucking... I If I had the right implements and tools, I could fucking kill Michael Myers for good. Okay. I thought he was going to say something else. I, I could be a serial killer. I thought this is where you were going with this one. I could be Michael Myers. I go, Big John, don't say, oh, he's dead already. I got him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be done. Come here, little John. You make his brain mashed potato. Yeah, you no, use I the mean, pitchfork and tenderize him like that a steak. Was, that's what the, fr- the one. Dylan, you've been killing him for ten fine. hours. I don't care. Still going. <laughs> I ain't stopping. It's like, listen, you know his reputation. Let's make sure it doesn't happen. Dylan anymore. just pulls up a YouTube video and just keeps stabbing him. I'm just like, and I'm like, what garlic powder now? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Reverse. <laughs> How old is Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> She's like sixty something. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. It's fine for me. <laughs> I don't know the way you said that. It's fine. <laughs> How dare you? It's fine. Um, How um, dare. So let's let's wrap this up. We're going to talk about this all day, but like, uh, I'll start with Carly. What were your final thoughts on this movie? Did you like it? Which, how'd you, how do you rank it through the other Halloweens? We know you're an expert in all Halloween movies. Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> Brad's the expert, but is he? I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. Um. Like I said before, I think it, it tied the first one and the 2018 one together very well. Okay. You think it was worth downloading Peacock? Yeah, good job, Brad. Ten bucks. Peacock. Nice, dude. Yeah. Cocktober. It is yes. Cocktober. Welcome to Cocktober, everyone. It is weird that they brought, like... Brad Blowberg. They're like, remember that one <laughs> random character from the first film? This is her as an old lady. She's here. Yeah. And this other character from the first film that was in one shot? Uh, Look, she's older. She's also here. <laughs> we brought him here to die. <laughs> so, Bradley, overall, what was your thought on this on this Halloween Kills? I, I'm Did ex- it kill it? Uh, it <laughs> God. Good one. Thank you. I, 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 do, kill I do like that they took the vehicle of a Halloween movie and made it about mass hysteria um, and how people can get lost in trauma. Uh, I think that they missed some opportunities by not having the, our main characters from 2018 be more important. I think they should have been more integral in all of the plot. I liked the character of Tommy Doyle. I don't like the ending. They, If you get him cornered and they didn't kill him like they screamed, evil dies tonight, and they just stop after that, yeah. that is bad writing and that is illogical. And the only reason that I'm willing to concede fine is because I want to see what they do with the third film after this. Because they built up things in the first one that paid off in this, in the second one, such as Laurie Strode's madness, thinking that Michael's coming after her and the sheriff's like, calm the fuck down. Like, he's totally not. Uh, You're a crazy person. And I'm curious to see what resolution the characters will have. And after the next film, unless they're going to reboot Buster Rhymes in there, I don't want any more Halloween That's films after the next yeah. one. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, 
I agree with a lot of everything you said right there, most of it, and a lot of it, but I, we're talking about like how we should have made it in mashed potatoes. In that last scene, though, let's be honest, he does get shot five times, he does get stabbed in the back of the neck, and he also gets beaten by a bunch of bat over and over again. Any other one who's not Mike Mars is, like, assuming that he's dead is not crazy. No, it's Pass, so dumb. Passes prologue, so we I understand that you should definitely match I'm sorry, if this I, has all happened before, and you're just like, well, no, it's I, gotta I, be. It made me thing. think of Darren Aronofsky's mother. Like, the infant at the end, they yeah. should have ripped that fucker apart. Yeah. Yes. Remember in Noah, where the angels are giant rock monsters? This ain't Aquaman, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan, do you have any last thoughts you want to say? Movie? Uh, I, I don't hate this movie. I, I honestly don't. In fact, I found it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, it's so disposable. Yeah. There's nothing here for me. I am the type of person who... Michael Myers isn't going to scare me. Like, I'm more afraid of my own shadow. Dude. Like, it, it, a, a horror film about you would just be you by yourself. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and actually, it would be fucking terrible. David Lynch directing... It would, it would just be the movie Moon, but with Dylan in his, in his house. It's like and Kevin me. Spacey's voice. It's like, <laughs> it's like me, but I'm back in kindergarten and I can't spell my own name anymore. A horror film. It's just oh. this Dylan in a kindergarten class. Like, literally, I, I just I forget how to spell my name, but I'm just as intelligent. And I just can't Drinking say hams. It. Just drinking hams in kindergarten. It's like the scary <laughs> version of Billy Madison. It's just yeah. really... I'll be like, teacher, 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 please... Please. Uh, please help. <laughs> and all the kids are kicking you on the ground when you're crying. And I'll be like, I just really like Godzilla. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me. And giant robots, I like them too. Jesus. <laughs> too so seven out of ten is what you said? It's it's more like a six. Okay, all right. Um, I, I agree with most everyone said here. Uh, Three-fourths is a really good movie. Uh, kind of does not stick to landing at all. It doesn't at all. <laughs> But I'm with Brad Lillie. I'm going to give it a pass. I want to see how they are tied to the third one. It could redeem itself. I feel like it's the same thing I said yeah, about the second. Whatever. I feel like it's the same thing I said with the like second Matrix movie, and it let me down. So I, mean, <laughs> I feel like it's this was more like. Well, you didn't like the rave. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, it's great. There's something that the Halloween movies have done three times now, where a horror film that starts literally the second after the other one ends, mm-hmm. which I think do- isn't done enough. I think it's a really cool concept because one and two do that, four and five do that, and then now. 2018 and Halloween Kills does that. Yeah. I don't like that they abandoned number conventions because they're just like, we're fucked. Although, the Halloween before this should have had something afterwards. Does that just mean Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, Halloween again. Yeah. This movie, I'm going to bet, was reviewed middlingly. No, it's the opposite. It's it's, it's, I think it's 39% of Rotten Tomatoes. Are you fucking kidding? 39? Yeah, it's really low. Because I I liked it fine. I thought it was pretty good. To fucking hang. I think in general critics want to hate horror movies, so whenever they get a chance to do it, they jump on it. You know, mm-hmm. I think they, they get upset. You, you, that you're actually the expert. I haven't seen so anything I this bad since Your Highness. First of all, fun, I fun fact: I own, I own Your Highness. <laughs> Your Highness is much better than people say it is. The problem is, is you just made Pineapple Express and you framed it as we made a stoner fantasy film. When really, it's just a fantasy parody film. Yeah, uh, homage most of the time, homage parody, but. Yeah, you can't say it's like the same reason Walk Hard was a fantastic Walk film, but they Hard just so good. they made it like it's a Johnny Cash spoof film. It's not. It's a fucking yeah. cl- very good comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, that's our review of Halloween Kills. And uh, so at this point though, we got some of our favorite people back on the podcast. And I just, you mean Carly? Yes, Carly. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is my first one. 
Um, Baron 3D? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's un unacceptable. Stupid unacceptable. Next episode is just me. Whatever you want to do, we're having a Carly only episode. We're having it done. They're like, like, I want to let Brett even be the I'm going to bring building. you out to the surprised. station and I'm going to whip you for that. Oh, Jesus. Um, so I asked all you guys to think of your five favorite uh, horror films or, or Halloween films. I'm going to call it, but you know, whatever what you uh, like. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll s <laughs> this is going to literally be made up as he talks. I'm kind of excited for it. Because we tried prepping for this. He's like, I'll just. He's yeah. like, he we should make him go first so we can't ape off of us. No, he, he, he literally said, goes, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy who researches things for podcasts. I was like, okay, because I just, just I go there. Said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my first one's Meet the Feebles. Have you ever watched it? <laughs> Pretty fucking nuts. I got it on DVD. Can't find it much anywhere else. Guess what? That DVD is worth a lot of money. What is it horror, though? It's creepy. Actually, yeah. I would actually I don't think there's anything... It. Well, I guess it's unsettling. Yeah. I mean, if it's Deeply unsettling. It's like the Muppets horror. I don't know. What is it? A sodomy. Yeah, but then the then the hippo lady fucking massacres okay. the entire... I, you're right. That is a horror film. Thank you. After so, she eats everything in the bakery. Yeah. So for yeah. people at home, uh, that is a... Fucking it, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson... Muppet. Movie. Muppet. <laughs> Creepy movie. Don't meet the so, uh, so my first one is Meet the Feebles. Now, Bradley, what is yours? I was. Oh no, just go through your just five. Go through your list. Yeah, yeah. My fucking no! I can't do it all at once. So, uh, so that's your number five. I like Fire in the Sky because <laughs> it's actually about Travis Walton and his abduction scenario was actually unique because everyone confirms it and nobody really has a different thought on it. The movie itself isn't great. But the story itself is so infinitely fascinating that I am always deeply involved. Aliens, abduct me. Fucking go for it. I'm ready to go. We're done. It's over. It's over. It's over. Uh, do you remember, um, I remember your list. Do you remember your list? Come on. Like this, let's get you got it. Number I like, three. I like, a, I like Akira. Akira is a fucking anime It's kind of body horror-ish. It's body horror. It's literally about a man who becomes... Number four is Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Number five is Ant-Man. Ant-Man. He goes in the little space. Very scary. He's fucking cool. <laughs> he's got like... He's the size of an ant, but he's got the punch of a real man. Oh, right now. Fuck. You know what? The original Alien. Let's go with that. Uh, I love it. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Beautiful. <laughs> so hot. So hot. <laughs> the alien. <laughs> Fucking hot. Fucking hot. Fucking sick. <laughs> Looks like a big penis monster. Ridley Paul. Scott. Pretty hot. Paul Reiser. So uh, hot. <laughs> he'll do it. Yeah. Ooh, Bilbo Baggins is just the head guy. Bilbo. I like it. It's Bilbo. Everyone look at Bilbo. Do you think he fucks the head? Yeah. <laughs> no, he fucks the head within the head. The tongue head. The head fucks himself? <laughs> the head head. Ahead. Number two. You're right. only, we're only at two? No, you no, you are we're, we're going five. to number one. So you have five, four, uh, three already. You said two. Wait. So this is number two now. This um, is his, yeah. this is his fourth. I don't know. I was counting down. Oh Christ. I remember do you remember, remember what your list was? It, it Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That one's good. <laughs> do you remember the reboot with Jessica Biel? No. Okay then. <laughs> Because Brad was like, well, that's fine. So I like the original one. <laughs> that's also a movie where I'm like, why are you doing this? Why would you go in there? Oh, you're you're just trusting. The first one you're almost hiking hippies. The first one almost made my list too, because it is the it most very good. it is the most dirty raw, raw. filmmaking. Yeah. And it's also there's something like, just scary about an unassuming shot 
and a just door busts open and a big fucking guy with a chainsaw comes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's yeah. no if the jump scare isn't like anticipated. It's not built up. A door just fucking bursts open and a guy charges you. No, and that's I scary. Have, I can be afraid of Leatherface because guess what? Ed Gein. Oh. <laughs> Ed Gein's fine. He's not scary. <laughs> uh, I got her locked up back at my house right now. Ed Gein used to say that. Yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I got her. I got Mary Hogan. She's oh. hanging up in my garage. Yeah, Mary Hogan. She's over my. That Ed Gein's got such a humor. <laughs> that Ed Gein, he's kind of weird, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, no, I like this movie especially because it is. A realistic portrait of kind of it's a fucking incestual family family that went way too far over the edge they shut down the meat processing plant so we but, shut down their arteries can I, can I tell you all can I tell you all the real horror story that's happening right now my number one pick is America there it is <laughs> have you all ever heard of Chris Chan heard of 4chan Chris Chandler. Christian Weston Chandler has been a quote unquote lol, lol cow for about meh. I would probably what say the fifteen lol, years. Lol what I don't know. About? He's Here's... speaking another internet language we've not learned yet. Mm-hmm. Give him a chance. We'll learn. So uh, Ed, Eddie Chan was a lol cow. Chris Chan. What is a lol cow? A lol cow is someone who's made fun of. Because they're like either super autistic and they don't realize it, or um, someone who really doesn't understand themselves, but also puts themselves in situations where they can be made fun of. Well, Christian. He, she, no, Christian Weston Chandler has identified as female for the past eh, six years or so. Now, huh, is in jail. They've been fucking their mo- dementia laden mom. Well, if you want to know more about Chandler, you can bing it. Yeah, wow. That's, um, way to bring on this horror podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've been following this guy since I was, 20, uh, like, 21, something like that. Shit, oh, on God. It. Like Has a little duckling follows since? a mama duck? Did you imprint on him? Yeah, I'm so mm-hmm. upset they're in jail. <laughs> Free Chandler. Free Chan. Oh, the, now they're claiming they're Jesus. There we go. Okay. Actually, that was five for because you forgot for this guy. Fire Sky, Alien, Beat the Feebles, Akira, and... And then Chris Chan. And, no, Which and is Chain, Check Chainsaw Massacre. That's Dylan's five favorite horror movies. Oh, my God. Uh, Brad, pick us up with some scary movies. Uh, number five, The Hills, uh, the Hills Have Eyes, the 2006 version. Oh, really? Okay. I'm a big fan. Uh, really? With Maggie Grace and... Uh, it's making great, yeah. Two thousand the six the two thousand six one is great. I think that it uh, I love the nuclear fallout horror radiation horror. That's something that is, is very uh, un- like interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos just on the mm-hmm. the the real phenomenon or like the the real tragedies. Sure. And it's a classic story retold. Some sometimes what? they get it. The I hills have that. eyes because it was it's a remake. Well, yeah. I know. Uh, and it's a. Uh, it's, I like the the family get deserted. The the they're all caricatures, but uh-huh. they all they all play really well. The actors are good, but the sequence where all hell really breaks loose, they're just like this slow guitar riff that starts building. They see their dad burning on a cross, like, and then the 
two of the monsters are like coming in the trailer and like holding down the kids and stealing a baby. It's fucking intense and horrifying, and I love that the there are some the nerdy, awful rape scenes. In the this. nerdy like, yeah. I, where's my phone? My phone's busted. Guy becomes the badass wielding a bat and saving the kid. And there are just some... just the American dream that the way they portray in that film is great too. Uh, because there's just like people watching the television that are all like the radiation monsters and there's like American flags in the background. There's a lot of cool imagery. Uh, I agree. I agree. I do like that film. Um, Number four, this is definitely not my favorite thing from this director, but it's my favorite film from him. Uh, Mike Flanagan is one of the greatest horror directors I think today. Uh, Gerald's Game is number four. Okay. Uh, Carla Cugino and her husband are trying to rekindle their romance. She gets tied to a bed. He has a heart he attack. Also, he Some also crazy shit happens. The Haunting of Hill House and... Bly Manor and Midnight Mass. Yep. Series I couldn't put in here because this is about movies. You Listen, I talked, about a, I talked about a person who... I follow the rules though when I do things. That's why you guys are a good combo. Yeah. <laughs> I made a separate list of series if we want to talk series instead. Renegade! What's happening? Carly's not sure because she made a list of movies. Yeah. She ain't a renegade. I like your uh, nails. But go. Gerald's Game, I think, is great because it is a terrifying scenario that could be real, happen to somebody, mm-hmm. and then something happens you think is supernatural, and then there's another twist and another twist, which normally I wouldn't want late game plot twists happening multiple times. It fucking works, though. No, it's a great movie. Okay. Uh, number three, As Above, So Below. Oh, yeah. Uh, that this, one's okay. This is one that I stumbled on because yeah. I love watching random horror films, and sometimes they work out. This is uh, the under the catacombs of France. Ooh la la. I do like the found footage genre, and it's done well many times. I like Hell House, LLC, The Blair Witch Project, I think is really great still. And I like that as a style of film. Sure. This one is just fun and fantastic because going into the catacombs is a scary thing. Going deeper into caves, like The Descent, is really good too. And then they go so far in, they come out the other end, Mm. and I just like the questioning of are we getting out of there we're getting further are we going to get out yeah. which, that, that, that madness is good which, which version the American version or the European version because there's two different endings if you where we got released oh well I, I the one the that European I've, version is much darker the one that I'm familiar with is where they go out on the other side and they're in like it's the, the, the anti-realm what's yeah. the European version ending it's all they never made it out they, it was all like she's like it's a Jacob Ladder Center where she's dying and she's like it's a, it's a, it's a fantasy that she makes on the other side I think though they're, they're both cool. Yeah, they're both good endings. Uh, number two, Midsummer, Midsummer, Midsummer. We were talking about today. Midsummer. My favorite film of that year. Uh, Florence Pugh is a revelation in that film. Um, and I man, a horror film set in the bright daytime in a Swedish festival. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Daytime yep. horror is always the scariest because that's like there's no there's nowhere to hide. You can see everything. So we're still getting scared. Shit. Okay. And it's, you like the village. It's not. It's not I a. Str- it's not a straightforward horror <laughs> film necessarily. It's a very unsettling drama, though. Yeah. Number one, The Shining. It's yeah. all over my arms. It's on my curtains. It's literally everywhere. Uh, it's in our house. If you didn't say The Shining at some point, I was like, this Probably is bullshit. Just, like, <laughs> smoking a cigarette in the corner, waiting. And uh, a lot of things that become yeah. conventions of horror films happened in this movie. Uh, there's no need for me to drone on. Go check out the episode we're talking about Kubrick for Better in 3D if you want to hear me talk about it. I think everyone it. on this podcast right now can say that The Shining is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, I, I did my list of my favorite horror movies a year ago, and my, it wasn't my number three. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I would love to I'll hear what Carly has. I'm excited. I was really excited for Carly's list. I hope it's like weird and crazy. 
Um, well, I'm not as much as a movie buff as all y'all. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know movies, Carly. You don't know. That I don't about know me. directors. I don't. I'm terrible with names. I have a terrible memory. Anyways, I looked at this list of movies and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Brad, help me with this. Hmm. So, number five, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, love it. Mm. <laughs> love those horrors. Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Classic. Love them. Love Pretty good. A lot of yeah. a lot of good horror <laughs> conventions in that, mm-hmm. even though they're done for fun musical it's, style. It's yeah. very fun, but the plant eats people. I would hate it's to see murders and they chop off bodies. Murders. I would hate to see Rob Zombie's Little Shop of Horrors. That would be so bad. <laughs> Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and I'm a big fucking plant. (laughs) Living dead plant. (laughs) The rest of the movies are pretty much things that freak me the fuck out every time Mm. I watch them. Number four is Sinister. Okay. I've heard good things about this. It scared the shit out of me. There's one Can you say why? Um... It's just brutal murder from a man that looks very terrible. It's almost like Halloween, I guess, but basically this dad finds all these old film reels in a house and plays them in his study, Mm. and they just, like, play randomly, and that shit scares me. Like, supernatural shit scares them. Sure. Is it Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke, yeah. Okay. He's back-to-back horror. Thank he, you, everyone. He does, he does Sinister <laughs> and The Purge within a year from each other and like kicks off two different franchises and then yeah. gets the fuck out. Like, and did, he sees the monster when he's watching the movies? When he's watching the movies, In yeah. The, everywhere. Kind everywhere, of sucks, yeah. yeah. But there's just one. I don't know if I should, like... You should, oh, it's okay. an old movie. They, they should know by now. They should, yeah. You should know. <laughs> Unlike me. Um, yeah. Don't the, spoil! The families that live there in the past is just laying in the grass. And then you hear a lawnmower start. And they get fucking ran over by a lawnmower. Oh my god. Very hot. That shit scared me. Super hot. Um, For me, number three, The Ring. Okay. Because as a kid, I wasn't supposed to watch it. And Mm -hmm. I watched it behind the couch while my mom was watching it. So wait, your mom. Wait, no, no, hold on. Unless your mom was a certain kind of wine drunk, she knew you were there. <laughs> she had to know. Yeah. Probably. Was she wine drunk? Or probably both. Well, the couch was like in the hallway, and I was like. I'm picturing <laughs> little Carly being like, huh? And I'm like, Like, ah! literally just kind of peeking over, like, huh? No, how, how old do you be when this happened? The, the funny like, thing is, like Carly, in my mind, I picture in like like footy pajamas and like something scary happens. She runs away. Like no, I was no, Brad. Brad and I would have been like twelve when this came out. So you were fucking like six or seven. Well, we're not. We're like five years apart, Brad and I. So yeah, five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when that movie came out, even I was terrified. Yeah, and, and that like shit. literally, I'm the. I was the only person in the house who had a DVD player. I'm not gonna watch up. that. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch that movie. It sounds scary. Oh, no, what if you die? That was when TVs were three hundred. I was like, I rented movies. They were my best friends. Well, because that's about a VHS uh, tape, right? Yeah, it was seven DVDs. days. No, what's a VHS? It was VHS. It was VHS. I bought a DVD. No, but like, the, the, it's about you watch a VHS <laughs> tape. So oh, yeah, luckily, yeah, if you watch yeah. it on DVD, they can't get you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. That was, was a scary. I saw it when I was like 16 Samara or 15. can't get yeah. me here. Scary as fuck. It's haunted me for so long, and my mom made me be, um, I forget her name, like Sahara. Samara? Samara. Well, Samara, yeah, yeah. She made me be her for Halloween one year. <laughs> Well, like, honestly, face your fears. Hold on, hold on. If, hold got on. Your, if we got your hair wet and took black and white video, like video of you, you'd probably Can you look do a little bit like your best impression like for right now. No, 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 no. This is weird. Hold on. This is super. Oh, my so hair is my hair is so short. Just put like your and you're like. Ugh. 
<laughs> no. Anyways, yeah, anyway. Bad. bad Dylan. Bad Dylan. Okay, what's no the next Dylan. one? That's um, my favorite thing. One that pop- <laughs> Number two is one that popped out um, on that list for me was Us. Okay. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either yet. Yeah, neither is bad. Oh, that's I pretty th- good. I thought it was a pretty good movie. And what did you like it, about it? Yeah. It was basically about these people who just needed, like, identities, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And granted, I've seen, I've seen this, like, a few years ago, and I don't have the best memory, but... And then they ended up killing the people that they were trying to take their, like, lives over. I... I don't know. It was. It's about like disposable was, people who yeah. like like and how we treat people that we consider disposable and what happened if they ra- rose up against us. You know, like like people that we like the masses that we don't see that we put down or literally at this literally. Point, put under the ground and then mm-hmm. like yeah you know, it comes back. So, so like it's, it's like <laughs> like a service industry is getting treated right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Glad Matt's here. Exactly. Thanks, yeah. thanks for helping me out. <laughs> Not a it's a good movie. I like it a lot. Yeah. Some really good kills and some really. I mean, Jordan Peele does it all the time. The, mm-hmm. the soundtrack's amazing. Like it's fantastic. The, yeah. That murder scene with Elizabeth Moss to the Beach Boys is mm-hmm. still one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Mm. So I gotta rewatch half of these movies because I've, I've it's just been so long. And number one is Hereditary. Oh, okay, nice. What what gets you about Hereditary? Because I mm. watched the movie. I've seen it. Well, in the beginning, it was kind of like a slow burn, mm-hmm. and then you get the scene where they're driving in okay. the electrical pole. That was the first movie that I've gasped and like covered my mouth out of shock and awe for yeah. the, like in a long time and sure. it still sticks with me and I'm pretty sure that's the same director of Midsommar, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is, is, yeah. They do they do a good job. Um he does Justin good job. Lane. I'm just kidding. But Yeah, he does Aquaman and he does yeah. Midsummer. James Wan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes in that movie that stick with me that and when I made this list, I was thinking of things either that were funny horror or things that literally scared the shit out of me. Sure. But and some things so, were too scary you didn't want to put in there. Like what? What do you think is the scariest series that you refuse to watch? Oh, I mean, like, Insidious is okay. But, like, the con- you're like, I won't watch Conjuring movies. I will not watch them. No, I won't. Can I, can I, get, can I we tell were, you guys a, a secret spoiler about the Conjuring movies? They're just all loud and jump scares? No. no. Ed and Lorraine Warren are pieces of shit. Hucksters. Oh, yeah, I mean, duh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Phil's really upset about that. Yeah, everyone knows, yeah. Not everyone knows. Guys, L. Ron Hubbard? I think he's lying. I, I, <laughs> I, hey, listen, the captain? The admiral? Star Trek, it's just a show, dude. <laughs> I don't, it's not the documents. I'll tell you. I'll tell you though, like the people who believe we have in the sacred documents. They're well, like, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, she's a demonologist. Who cares? Who You're cares? dumb. I'm a demonologist too, but I'm cool about it. And I draw Dylans about it. I draw so many Dylans. All the Dylans. I make winky about it. I go wink wink. There we go. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Malignant scared me at first, and then we started watching it, and I ended up laughing my ass off. It's a funny. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's not even a horror movie. It, it's at, it's like, got more action than horror. They portrayed I, it as a horror movie, the, and I was like, I don't know, Brad. No, not tonight. The not most tonight. horrific thing is to think about the people had, that had to promote the film, trying to figure out what the fuck they had. Because <laughs> they were they're saying it's a horror film. That it's a horror film from James Wan, horror guy. Yeah. And it's not a horror film. No. I mean, it, the guys kicked off three huge friends. It was Saw, Saw uh, Conjuring, and uh, Insidious, and then he does this movie. Oh my god, Professor Quirrell's the bad guy? <sighs> like, crazy. I laughed so hard that way. I went and saw, we read, two episodes ago, we did Malignant, and we were, we mean. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I still have to watch it yet, but it's okay. 
You'll, you'll, you'll love it, man. Dude, it is one of I'll the weirdest it, movies ever it's made. so strange. So strange. I'm into it. Yeah, I think you'll laugh or a, just, you'll be mad and you'll be like, what it's the a, fuck Just, just realize nothing's serious. It's all funny. It's That's like, my favorite yeah, yeah, thing yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. yeah. It's bananas. I'll probably um, love it. So. Anyways, Matt. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing a top list because I've done it years ago. So what I've been doing is every episode giving a recommendation of a marathon that people can watch during the spooky season. So this this time I'm doing I'm doing themes of it because we did the Halloween movie. I thought let's do a bunch of movies about actual Halloween is my theme for this one. So and also a double twist. If you want to have a you know bring a, a a lady friend over who was born sometime in the '90s, you start this list with hey we're gonna watch Hocus Pocus and like oh my god I'm gonna watch Hocus Pocus with you and then you segue into the other Halloween theme movies. I'd say after that watch. Stop trying to give me advice. I'm looking right at you, Dylan. Dylan's well, no, but like, advice. Jamie Lee Curtis was born, what, in like the 60s? So that's, Dylan needs advice on that age group, too. Yeah. So then the next movie I went to that would be um, the actual version of Halloween. Lon um, Chaney. <laughs> then I would say... Uh, the original Adams Family on VHS. Uh, the next one I would say Trick or Monsters? Treat. Is, is everyone all seen Trick or Treat? Is that the one with the pumpkin? Trick or Treat's, Treat's good. Yeah. 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 I put that on the list. That's a fun one. Then one of my favorite uh, horror movies, I think it's, it's overlooked lately, you know they did a reboot of it, the original Pet Cemetery. It's also a, a movie that takes place on Halloween. Never it's a good seen one. It's good. Yeah. And then after you've like made your whoever you're making watch this marathon with you are too exhausted. At this point, someone's already been in your house for eight hours. Yeah. Either go to bed or let them leave. So either either you've done this all day and you're a hero, or more likely it's like, hey, let's spend like a week watching these movies. Yeah. But after you after they can't fight you anymore, you sneak in Donnie Darko. Put it in there. It's hey. <laughs> fall asleep with Donnie Darko. Oh my god! Don't fall. Asleep. The soothing tones of Jake Gyllenhaal and Frank the Rabbit. Gross. There it is. So that's what, that was my my, my recommendation for a. Halloween themed marathon that would be fun to watch. Um, that's what it is. I mean, I'm I'm constantly trying to make people watch Night Darko because I think they they forget about it. Mm-hmm. How much we? It's not that it's great. It's that that we forgot how much we are obsessed with it. That, that, it is like the film equivalent mm-hmm. of Limp Bizkit. We all loved it for a while, and now we actually didn't have it. No. We and all it, loved and, it. And at some point, is the director just jerking himself off? Yes, exactly. Director's cut for real. Yeah. Yeah. Curly, have you seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. It's bad, right? No, it's not bad. It's like there's a sequence where they like the camera starts off turn, they get out of the bus, and it's all the tears for fears. Yeah, sign me up. I could eat that all day. Fucking stick an IV in my arm. I have to rewatch it to like find appreciation in it because I used to smoke way too much weed. Heard, Carly, you were a stoner. Yeah. Late to school every day. Every day, my poor little brother was like, "Just drop me off." Your driving is erratic. No, it's She's just, like, <laughs> we're getting breakfast. He, he didn't want to be late again. <laughs> Your driving is erratic. You're like, shut up, Mary. We're getting breakfast. We're going good. to Denny's, kid. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys for being on. Thank Perkins. you for doing this episode. Uh, I want everyone, please, if you want to follow oh the podcast, God. please subscribe, rate, review whatever you know app you're on. Give us a five star at Apple Podcasts. We'll shout you out. Um, you can follow the podcast itself on Instagram at Better in 3D and 3D, uh, Better in 3D on Instagram and 3D Better on Twitter or backwards for some reason. Um, I myself am not that Maddie on Snapchat, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, and Matt Beer on Facebook. The other people of the podcast who are not here today because they're too busy doing other better things. Um, you can still follow them. Molly is Wimble, ba- is Wimble Bagans on Tumblr. Lee uh, <laughs> Paul is Paul Draws on Instagram. Allison is Thistle underscore Wick on Instagram and Mike Detterman is just Mike Detterman and everything and that includes LinkedIn too so if you want to try to get him for a job you can also do that um, try guys, to get him man you, you uh, try well, to kiss him <laughs> always try to kiss him um, there you go Carl how can we find you on the, on the digital world well I'm not very uh, out there 
I'm on Facebook. There we go. That's about it. Okay. And Evan, you, you boys, Brad. Um, yeah, they got more of a plug than I yeah, do. Yeah, what, uh, what, what, tell them what your podcast and where they can find you and what it's all about. You can find us on Hair of the Dogcast and Raw Dogs. We are the cool, sexy, younger types. They call us Big John and Little John. Uh, he's like the, the, the vinegar and I'm like the salt and pepper, you know? Mm. It sucks because that's my least favorite flavor. I think I'm the salt. You're the vinegar. Well, regardless, we disagree uh, about it. <laughs> how do you care about that? And, uh, you can find us. I know us, how flavor I am. <laughs> find us on Twitter at Hot Dogcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Hair of the Dogcast. Me personally, Loaf of White Brad, everywhere. That's what's up. Dylan, he's Demons Draw Dylan's. Demons Draw Dylan. He has a lot of art that is awesome, and he'd I, love I, for you to I, look I, at it. He I, might even sell you some. I will sell you it. We have a know. chicken. This is a chicken yeah, art. Friends. Not just that we got a chicken recently. <laughs> no, I was going to leave it. I don't think I, I chicken. Birthed, I birthed it through we my cloaca. Dylan gave us a chicken for 65 uh, bucks. From Dylan. No, absolutely. I'm so glad you guys have that one because otherwise I was just going to stare at it for like a million years and go like, yeah, fuck, this is all right. Where is it going to go? I mean, I'm ending the podcast and Carly says, we have, we have a chicken. I'm just cutting it off right there. That's all the thing ends. I'm like, like, what happened? They got a chicken? What's going on? It's got to have a good home. Like, damn, that girl does not know what she's talking about. Okay. There we go. <laughs> have you seen the size of my eggs, bitch? Wow, that's where I'm going to get. Um, that's and where we're ending. And we're going to end it right there because I can't think of a better way to stop this podcast. <laughs>